Hey, welcome back to Rick's Rambles. Let's get started off with the week of February 15th. Monday the 15th is National Gumdrop Day. I love gumdrops. They're a very pleasant memory for me. Gumdrops were my father's favorite candy. He always kept a bag of them around, so I always think of him when I think of gumdrops. Tuesday the 16th, International Pancake Day. And I want to know from you, pancakes or waffles? Wednesday the 17th, Random Acts of Kindness Day. We'll talk more about that later in the podcast. Thursday the 18th is National Drink Wine Day. Friday is National Tartar Sauce Day. Saturday the 20th is National Cherry Pie Day. Oh, I love me some cherry pie. And we'll wrap up the week on Sunday the 21st with National Sticky Bun Day. All right, it's time for Rick's Fun Facts. Every week, 10 facts about a unique topic. This week, 10 facts about Frankenstein. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, Mary Shelley started writing Frankenstein when she was just 18 years old. Number two, the novel Frankenstein didn't win any awards. It was in a unique category. Many consider it to be the very first science fiction novel and as such, didn't fit into any awards categories. Number three, the name Frankenstein comes from two German words. Frank is the name of a Germanic tribe. Stein means stone from which castles are made. So the name Frankenstein literally means castle of the Franks. Number four, the full title of the book is Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. Number five, Although when people hear the word Frankenstein, they usually see the monster. Frankenstein actually is a scientist doctor that created him. The monster has no name. Number six, at last count, 130 movies have been made based on the book. Number seven, Boris Karloff was a bit of a late blooming actor. His role of the monster, which propelled him to stardom, was filmed when he was 45 years old. Number eight, in addition to Frankenstein, Mary Shelley wrote seven other novels, three children's books, and scores of published short stories. Number nine, Boris Karloff played Frankenstein's monster three times, the original movie, then The Bride of Frankenstein, and then In the Son of Frankenstein. And number 10, Arguably, one of the most famous monsters in film history, The Bride of Frankenstein, played by Elsa Lanchester, was on screen for only 90 seconds. And there you have it, this week's fun facts, 10 fun facts about Frankenstein. Since this week is National Random Acts of Kindness Day, I've put together a list of random acts of kindness that we all can do that don't cost us anything but a few seconds of our time. First off, Tell a random person, you're awesome. I love that phrase, and it's one of my favorite mem memories of Otto the comic, uh, when he would walk up to somebody and just say, you're awesome, and see the smile on their face. Leave a positive review for a business you recently visited on Yelp or Google or Facebook. That means a lot, especially in these times, those positive reviews. So if you've had a good experience, take a few minutes and leave a positive review. Write a handwritten letter to someone. That's almost a lost art, isn't it? 
Nobody writes handwritten letters anymore. Can you imagine the surprise and the smile on somebody's face when they open up the mail and see a handwritten letter in there? That's an especially good one. Take unused books to a little free library or maybe to a nursing home, someplace that needs some reading material. Gather up your young unused books and, and take them out there. Return a shopping cart in a parking lot, even if it's not yours. Donate used towels or blankets or sheets to an animal shelter. They are always needing bedding material. So if you've got some laying around, pack them up, take them to your local animal shelter. Bake someone a cake. Oh, there is nothing like homemade cake, is there? So bake somebody a cake and take it to them. Donate some non-perishable items to a blessings box. We have these things called blessings boxes around here, and they're full of non-perishable foods like canned goods and beans and so on that folks that are in need can just drive up or walk up and get some. So if you've got some non-perishable items just sitting in your pantry, drop them in a blessings box. Introduce yourself to someone you see often but don't know by name. Maybe the same person waits on you at the coffee shop every morning, or maybe it's somebody in your office that you've said hi to, but you don't know each other by name. Just take a few minutes, stick your hand out, say, hey, I'm Rick. It's nice to meet you. Throw a virtual party on Zoom or Facebook rooms or something like that. I love that idea. I've been doing that, and it's really good for me and everybody else. Email a teacher who made a difference in your life and thank them. I think especially right now, that would be a great thing to do. Put together a care package and send it to someone. It could be food. It could be books. It could be puzzles. It could be games. Find somebody that you know could use a little distraction these days. Put together a care package and send it to them. Tip generously. Times are really tough for servers right now, so if you've got a couple of extra bucks, throw it in the tip. Plant a bush or a tree or a flower. I believe plants make our world brighter, so when spring gets here, plant something. Leave a positive comment on somebody's social media post. Oh my goodness, if somebody makes a post on Facebook or tweets or posts a picture on Instagram and it speaks to you, don't just click the like button. Take a few minutes and leave a positive comment. Say, boy, I really needed this today, or this really resonates with me, or even just thank you so much for posting this. Here's a unique one. Get umbrellas at the dollar store, keep them in your car, and give them away when it's raining. You ever been stuck out in the rain without an umbrella? It's miserable, isn't it? I often see those little collapsible umbrellas at the Dollar Tree for just a dollar. Pick up a few of those, throw them in the backseat of your car. You're out in the parking lot someplace, it's raining, you see somebody, they're cold, they're wet, they're miserable. Reach in your backseat, say, hey, here's an umbrella for you. What a difference that can make in somebody's day. And the last one, be an agent of positivity wherever you go. Whatever you do, whoever you come in contact with, spread positivity. So there you go. There are some random acts of kindness that we all can do. It's time for your good news story of the day. And today's story comes from Phoenix, Arizona, and is all about smoking Hope Barbecue. When he looks at the needs in his Phoenix, Arizona community, Jonathan Jones is sure of one thing. 
He may not be able to feed everyone, but he'll do what he can to fight against food insecurity. And he will do it with delicious barbecue. Jones describes himself as a self-taught backyard barbecuer who burned up a whole lot of meat before he mastered his passion. I've always been infatuated with barbecuing since family cookouts growing up where my uncles and dad would always cook, he told us. I spent four or five years just barbecuing and learning and reading books. I followed different pitmasters on Instagram and social media platforms, and it all was just trial and error. I knew I couldn't give up and I needed to master this thing, he explained, and you never know what you're grooming yourself for. Though he didn't know it at the time, Jones was grooming himself for Smoke and Hope, a nonprofit organization born from his desire to feed people experiencing food insecurity in his area. After throwing a party at his home in 2018 and being struck with the idea to give the leftover barbecue to those in need, a movement had started. Even if it was just me doing it, it would be a way that I could spread some positivity, said Jones. There were a lot of chaos going on, and I can't remember what it was specifically, but there was just one thing after another in the media, one negative big story followed by another negative big story, and I decided I was going to cook for people. From his first 2018 cook, a term Jones gave to barbecuing and taking his food out in the community, he had hoped to find 30 or 40 people to feed. Instead, he fed a hundred. I grew up in Phoenix my entire life, said Jones, who now resides in Glendale, Arizona. You live in those areas, and you get so focused on getting out of those areas, you forget what you're leaving behind. I always tell people it's not a politician or a celebrity that's going to come save us. It's on us to save ourselves and to give back to each other and to love each other, he continued. Barbecue has always been known as a community vibe cookout style kind of thing. Barbecue brings people together. So that's what I decided to do. In 2018, Jones turned Smoke and Hope into a nonprofit and has since received money donations through a GoFundMe and financial support from a business called WC Bradley, which owns Oklahoma Joe's Smokers. With the funding he's received and the help of his staff and followers, Jones has been able to feed over a thousand people each quarter with these cooks that he has. In some of the communities he serves, Jones is known as the Rib Man. In others, people immediately recognize his Jeep and know that delicious food is on the way. Jones and his helpers have served everything from pulled pork sandwiches to turkey legs, feeding the homeless population which often overflows into city parks due to a lack of space and shelters. No one is trying to turn a blind eye to what's going on, but you just don't know what you just don't know, he said. For me, coming back to these types of areas, I talk with these people and start to realize that I'm really not that much different. If anything, I've got more in common with some of these people than I have with people in my own neighborhood. Jones says he hopes to expand Smoke and Hope, the tagline for which is a cookout that everyone is invited to. Through the donations the organization has received, he hopes to start a mobile food van to make 
distributing the meals easier to reach even more people experiencing food insecurity. I want to be able to make a bigger impact because this is bigger than just barbecue, he said. I'm about change. I'm about giving someone hope, even if it's just for a moment. It's hard driving away, leaving those areas and communities and wishing you could have done more. But our goal is to keep getting out there and to inspire others to figure out ways they can help their own neighborhoods. And that's the story of Smokin' Hope Barbecue. So let me ask you a question. What are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? How can you reach your own neighborhood? Hey, friends, before we get into the final segment of our podcast today, many of you know that I spent most of my life touring as a comedian, a musician, a speaker, trying to be a positive influence on the world. And those days are pretty much over. COVID has kind of taken that all away. So I am using my social media and my podcast to try to be a positive influence in the world through humor and motivation and inspiration. If you would like to support me in that effort, there's a website called Buy Me a Coffee. You can buy me a cup of coffee. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Rick Garrett, and I'll put a link down below. And uh, you can buy me a cup of coffee and help me to continue doing this because it does take time and investment to constantly be creating something. If you would like to sponsor an episode or maybe a month of the podcast, if you've got uh, an album coming up or a special project or a business you want to promote, let me know. We'll make that happen and we will mention you not only here on the podcast, but to my thousands of social media followers. So let me know and I would appreciate that. And for our final segment today, we're going to look at happy songs from my friends, songs that immediately put you in a good mood. I asked my social media friends, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, what were their happy songs? What songs put them in a better mood instantly? And here is a short list. I don't have time to get to all of them, but uh, we'll give you a short list. So, Eric said, so let the day begin by the call. I had never even heard of the call, so I went to YouTube and looked that song up. Oh, my goodness, what a great song. Great choice, Eric. Indiana Geeking. By the way, if you like all things geek, look this guy up on, uh, on social media. Another postcard by the Bare Naked Ladies. My good friend Al from Colorado said, don't worry, be happy by Bobby McFerrin. My gosh, what a great song and a great choice. Chris Cotton said, Happy by Farrell Williams. You know, I got kind of bored with that song when it was such a big hit, but I've come back around to it lately, and that really is a great song. Dan Overes said, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Gosh, that is an infectious melody and rhythm, just a, just a great song. I'm Not Saying, that's his Twitter handle, says, Late in the Evening by Paul Simon. Have you heard that song? It's basically the story of Paul's musical history, and it is a fantastic song. Ray Angley, who I've been friends with for many, many years on social media, I think it started back on MySpace, said Drift Away by Dobie Gray, another great song. And he tells this memory. He says, I remember this long car ride going to a relative's funeral when I was a child and hearing my mom sing along with this song. Gosh, Ray, thank you for sharing that great memory. Tom Davis, fellow uh, singer-songwriter, said, If I Had a Boat by Lyle Lovett. Well, Lyle is the songwriter's songwriter, isn't he? 
Pat Grable said, you send me by Sam Cooke. I love that old doo-wop music. Little Red Raven, More Than a Feeling by Boston. And she says, and I agree, when that song comes on, the radio goes up. Summer Princess said, Night Train to Munich by Al Stewart. Oh my gosh, Al Stewart is one of my favorite songwriters. Great choice. And Kim Henderson said, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. I do love that song. And I'm going to throw two of my favorites in there. Number one, Saturday in the Park by Chicago. I just love that song. And from the first opening piano riff, I am just in a better mood. And the other one is Year of the Cat by Al Stewart. What a great story that is. So there you go. A list of our happy songs. And that wraps it up for this edition of Rick's Rambles, February 15th, 2021. I'm going to leave you, as always, with Otto's motto. Be nice to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now and make the world a better place. See you all next week.